I can't tell you how excited I am to celebrate with you in this season. Many people across both of our campuses in Coleraine and in Ross have sacrificed and served and prayed to see us get to this point where we are soon opening our Ross Township campus facility. Thank you for your faithfulness and your generosity. In these past several years, children's and student ministry volunteers have influenced hundreds of kids. Our guest services teams, the, the greeters, the, those who serve at the hub or the cafe, have welcomed countless guests. Our environments team has helped to create spaces for people to bump into Jesus every weekend. And those of you who have prayed and given your financial resources, thank you for your faithfulness and your generosity. In this season, we are preparing our ministry spaces for impact in the lives of people. Together, we will serve people as they step foot onto our properties. We will meet new and lasting friends in our ministry spaces. We will see our kids and grandkids and neighbors surrender their lives to Jesus in the spaces we've created. We'll see friends get married in these places. Together, we will laugh and pray and cry in these places. We will sacrifice time and money for the sake of what God is up to in these spaces. Together, we'll be equipped by the Holy Spirit for ministry out there. In this season, we are preparing our properties for those who aren't yet on the path to full life in Jesus. I mean, that's the point, isn't it? I mean, for example, we spent 12 years in Ross High School for the sake of people. We did it because people in this and surrounding communities needed to know that they have a good Father in Heaven who is crazy about them and He wants them to know the full and lasting life they can have only through His Son. We built this building here in Ross Township because we are willing to do whatever it takes to connect people to full life in Jesus. If you're new to White Oak, or maybe you've been with us for a while now, I want you to know and be reminded that this is who we are. Now that's sort of a, a summary as to how we got here celebrating the opening of this space. But if I just told you how and why we built this space here, I'd only be telling you half the story. Let me tell you another story. There was a woman in the Old Testament of the Bible named Hannah. And Hannah was a woman who loved and trusted God. Hannah wasn't able to have children, however, and she desperately wanted to. We read her story in 1 Samuel chapter 1, starting with verse 10. This is what it says. In her deep anguish, Hannah prayed to the Lord, weeping bitterly. 
And she made a vow saying, Lord Almighty, if you will only look on your servant's misery and remember me and not forget your servant, but give her a son, then I will give him to the Lord for all the days of his life. So Hannah's vow was this. She would dedicate her son to the service of God. So here's our big idea for today. Those who dedicate will celebrate. Those who dedicate will celebrate. There's nothing like celebrating than when you've experienced a victory. Now, we've all participated in or, or watched competitions, sports, the excitement of winning, or the completion of a goal. And it's one thing to be in the stands, right? I mean, it's one thing to be a fan watching, but there's, a, but there's nothing like celebrating victory than when you were on the field. I watched one of my son's soccer matches the other day and they came away with a win two to one. The celebration and excitement on the field among the players was electric. I mean, I mean sure, you know, the parents in the stands, we celebrated. We cheered and we clapped, but being someone who celebrates by joining in from the sidelines is nothing compared to the celebration when you were the one dedicated to the work itself. Those who were dedicated to the journey, the sacrifice, the dependency on teamwork, the dedication to the goal, like that brand of celebration is what I want to experience. And I'll be honest with you, and, and I wonder if you sometimes feel the same way. Sometimes I tire of celebrating someone else's victory. Sometimes I get so close to the action and to the surrounding energy that I forget that I wasn't playing, that I wasn't even on the field. I mean, I, I want to experience and feel the, that exhilaration myself. I want to be a part of something great, something eternal, and I want to feel it, not because someone else did the work, but because I stepped into the work. Those who dedicate will celebrate. And I think many of us who consider ourselves followers of Jesus, when it comes to the work that God is up to in our community and, and through his church, too often we settle for celebrating the victories which come through dedication that wasn't our own. And I think that's one of the problems with the church. I think that's why many people who don't consider themselves church people or who don't follow Jesus have a low view of those of us who do. I think it's because so many of us are content to enjoy from the sidelines. I mean, there's no energy in our faith. I mean, they see more energy from us at a peewee football game. There's no sense of electricity in our actions flowing from our trust in Jesus. Our own sense of true dedication to the work of Jesus is muted or diluted by a host of other priorities and distractions. And Jesus says that he came to give us abundant, full life. But according to Jesus, there's another side to that. We have an opponent, an enemy, the devil who exists to steal, kill, and destroy that life. So here's something that you need to know. You know the enemy is at work when you settle for celebrating the work of God from the sidelines. But God has a different plan for Hannah. 
So, so he answers her prayers and she has a son. She gathers her sacrifices for the Lord and goes to the priest to present the sacrifices and her son to dedicate him to the service of God. This is what it says. Pardon me, my Lord, as surely as you live, I am the woman who stood here beside you praying to the Lord. I prayed for this child and the Lord has granted me what I asked of him. So now I give him to the Lord. For his whole life, he will be given over to the Lord. And he worshiped the Lord there. For his whole life, he will be given over to the Lord. That's her message. That's her commitment. That's her dedication. And that's exactly what happened. The boy named Samuel, the the name in Hebrew for Samuel sounds like the word for heard by God. So Hannah's prayer for a son had been heard by her heavenly father. And, And she knew that all she had, even her own children, they were God's to begin with. So Samuel was dedicated to God and to God's work in the lives of people. And Samuel grew up serving the Lord, later becoming Israel's top spiritual leader in his adult life. So let's fast forward in the story about a thousand years. Paul, one of the leading church planters in the first century, is in prison in Rome for his teaching about Jesus, which is causing quite a a stir throughout the empire. He writes this to the Christians in the city of Ephesus. As a prisoner for the Lord, then, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. Paul's message, live a life worthy of the calling you have received. God's favorite way of accomplishing his mission of connecting everyone to full life in Jesus is to deliver that message through people. It's through you and it's through me. And it's a calling given to each of us. Paul then lists examples of how you and I live out that calling in our lives. Humility, which means I consider others before I consider myself. It's gentleness with how you treat others. It's being patient with other people. It means you always lead with love first. It will look like you working for unity and peace with one another. Do those qualities describe you? Notice that all of these things are related to how you interact with other people, both those who are on the mission with you and those who aren't yet on the path. And how you live out your calling for the sake of others highlights the one all-powerful, all-loving, all-providing God who invites us by faith into full life. That is your calling. And, And I wonder, has anyone ever told you that before? Your dedication or lack of to that end is significant. It's eternal. And maybe you start to get a sense as to why Paul expressed such urgency. The dedication involves serious sacrifice, trust in God's spirit working in you to form your heart and your character to be more like Jesus's. But the payoff is a celebration unlike any other. Because of how you lived, 
talked, encouraged, stood apart from culture, how you loved people, people will see God as a result of it. And those who dedicate will celebrate. The question is, will you be obedient to the calling in your life? We are deployed for mission and you have been made for more. Made for more than you've settled for over this past year. And the truth is, over this past year, we've actually settled quite a bit, haven't we? We've settled to expect less customer service from our in-store experience. We've settled for longer waits everywhere we go. We've settled for less in our relationships and our ties to community with others who walk the faith path with us, we've settled. We've settled in our commitments to Jesus. We have been invited by our Heavenly Father to step into our more. Those who dedicate will celebrate and how we live and how we love and what we share. This causes movement in heaven and brings it a bit closer to earth. And you have to understand the buildings from where White Oak launches ministry will be places where people can come to find their identity in Jesus. And we celebrate that. People will connect with friends and others in our spaces who will walk together with them on this faith journey. And our buildings will be community centers where schools and social groups, neighbors, businesses, other ministries, and so much more will be invited to come in and feel supported and be given the opportunity to use this space to impact people. Our spaces will be a hospital for all of us who are spiritually and emotionally ill, where we can come to be healed and cared for. These will be a, a place where we are equipped for works of service and love for the glory of God and the sake of those whom he longs to reconnect with. So, do you want to know uh, something ironic about that? And we're here today celebrating the dedication of our Ross building for ministry impact. But the truth is, God seems to be much more in the business of dedicating people to his work. If you consider yourself a follower of Jesus and White Oak Christian Church is your church home, you aren't celebrating a building opening. You've been invited by a father in heaven who loves you, not because of anything you've done or can do, but because he's called you. You've been invited to take up your identity as a son or daughter of God and to dedicate yourself to his work. So today is a people dedication. Today, I want to dedicate you and me to the work that God is up to. White Oak, we are here to follow in the footsteps of those who have come before us and those who will stand with us as we move into this next season. We are here to offer ourselves as living sacrifices to the calling we have each received. We are here to dedicate our lives to the work that God has called us to. We are here to spend our time and our money and our energy and our trust with our properties as home base to do whatever it takes through the power of God's Holy Spirit to connect 
people to full life in Jesus. I've wanted this day, the day that we finally celebrate, like getting to walk into our Ross building, I've wanted it for a long time. But we have not finally arrived anywhere. We are beginning a new leg in the journey. And I'm ready to celebrate like I'm on the field, like I helped score the goal, like, like I sweat and bled to be a part of what got us here. There is so much work to be done and there isn't time for any of us to celebrate from the bench. Those who dedicate will celebrate. So here's what I want to invite you to do. First, step into the greatest work that God has done. Your identity is given to you by a good dad in heaven. Step into that, into that identity, which comes only through your faith and his grace. Talk to someone on staff today about baptism and starting a new life in Jesus. Second, take the Made For More assessment. Now you can access this assessment on our website. And what you do is you give yourself about 20 or 30 minutes to reflect on your answers to a few questions. Now you can save it and come back to it later and finish it, but just be sure that you complete it. This will give you a spiritual gifts assessment as to how God has created and called you with gifts and passions in order to serve others and accomplish his mission. This is a free and very worthwhile tool to get to know more about how God made you. Today is a dedication of people to the service of our Father in heaven. Step into this season. Those who dedicate will celebrate.